Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to our first summer mini-sode. Well, I guess it's not officially summer, but I'm going to go with it. It's June. It's summer. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm Rachel. And I'm Krista. So I am going to be telling you about this week's mini-sode. We picked like quarantine short stories from Audible Originals, which I thought was pretty great. Mm -hmm. There, what was it? Quarantine True Crime or something like that? Yes, there you go. I was like, I know there was another title, but they're basically just quarantine short stories, just like stuff that could happen if you were quarantined at home. Yeah. Um, There was three different stories in the Audible Original Inside Jobs. Um, and so Krista and I just each pick one and they're very short. I would probably read the rest of them or listen to the rest of them. Mine was like, like an hour long tops. So it was great. It was excellent. Um, the name of the one that I ended up listening to was called stop motion. Hold on. I took a screenshot of it. Cause I just realized I can't remember what the author's name was. Oh, it is. Ben, ben Winters. Yes. I wrote it down. There we go. I was like, author deserves credit because this was a pretty solid short story. So this short story, I don't remember any of the characters' names. To be fair, I listened to this like a week ago, but it's not really relevant or it doesn't really matter. Sure. Rename them <clears throat> if you want. Katie, the main character. <laughs> that's her name now. Uh, so Katie breaks up with her boyfriend, like long-term live-in boyfriend, um, just before quarantine starts, like a week or two before. So the story kicks off like a week after they've broken up, just as quarantine is beginning. So her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend now shows up at the house and was just like, what do you mean I'm not moving back in? I thought this was just temporary. Why would I not move back in? It's quarantine. Like, does it seem natural? And I was just like, that's kind of a leap. Why would you move back in? <laughs> like, he, I don't get it. Did he have nowhere to live when she kicked him out? He was like or? living with his parents. So maybe he just like didn't want to be quarantined with them. Stay there. They'll probably buy all of your booze right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand his logic here other than maybe he just thought like there's a crisis going on. Maybe she misses me or something. Probably. Yeah. It seems like they had a pretty like solid relationship. She just like needed space. Oh, okay. So like maybe he felt like he was taking was his chance. Time. Yeah, basically. So he shows up and she's like, no, this is great. I'm going to have time to do all of the things that like I say I'm going to do, but I never do you know, so she, like, paints and sews, and I think she takes, like, a karate class, and I was, like, that's not quarantining, but whatever. Maybe it's, like, a one-on-one instructor or, like, video on YouTube. It's a virtual karate, and she, yeah, maybe. She just talks about karate class, and I'm, like, what? That's not quarantining? But, like, so I'm pretty sure they're in New York, and so she talks about, like, you know, she walks around sometimes, she goes outside for jogs, and it's, like, pretty empty, like, she doesn't really go into stores, and so basically, like, this girl is just kind of living it up. She's, like, I'm single for the first time in a long time. I'm doing whatever hobbies feel right to me, Um, and then she remembers that her ex, his family, gave her, uh, like, a camera and, like, stop motion this is where the name comes from Um, stop motion uh equipment i guess so like she can make a little setup and do a stop motion video and apparently she's extremely passionate about photography um although she tries all these other weird hobbies first and then she's like i guess i'll do photography um (laughs) so she goes to like set up this like really pretty stop motion of like a flower opening right 
Um, and she's like, I'm like imagining that she's going to win awards and like someone's <laughs> going to give her a Pulitzer. Like, it's so funny. So like, it's literally just like what a girl would do in quarantine when she has a lot of free time and no spouse. Yeah. Um, so she sets it up one day at the stop motion and she leaves. She like goes out and does some chores or whatever and then comes back. And when she comes back, she was like, damn it, I can't use any of these pictures. I had the focus off. The focus was like on her neighbor's like front door instead of the actual like flower she was intending to focus it on. Mm -hmm. And so she's like sorting through the pictures to see if there, any of them were usable or if she just like totally screwed up the focus for the entire thing. And none of the photos were usable for the purpose, but she noticed that her neighbor, who was like a gay man with like his husband, only one of the neighbors went in and out and he was carrying like a box, like a cake box that like had like, she thought there was a finger poking out of it. And she was like, that's weird. That looks like a finger. And so she calls her ex-boyfriend and is like, oh my God, you won't believe what I just saw. Something weird is happening. So she tells him and shows him the pictures. And he was like, pretty sure it's in Claire. Don't they bake? No. And so she like goes back through and she's like, okay, all right, I could see it. I, I guess. Like it's pretty far away. Like that's that's reasonable. Okay. So like she's it makes more right? sense than a finger. It does. So she sets up her stop motion thing, but she leaves it on the bad focus again mm -hmm. because she's curious, I guess. <laughs> she's just like at this point bored probably and just wants to watch her neighbor, it seems like. Yeah. So she does the same thing again for like a few more days because she notices that he leaves the house every single day at the same time, like 7.15, with a cake box. She's like, what are you doing? And why does that cake box look so heavy? And one time she sees like on the side, she thinks there's like blood. And she was like, that that can't be good. And her ex is like, no, it's definitely like jam or something. If he's making eclairs. And I was like, first of all, there's no jam in eclairs, you know? Um, <clears throat> so she starts getting these like theories, like, oh, I haven't seen the second husband in a really long time. Or um, he always leaves at the same time and is gone for the same amount of time. And like, in particular, the thing that she focuses focuses on is the fact that the cake box looks so heavy like I guess he's like balancing it like really precariously and she's like I don't know what kind of cake or eclairs would be this heavy so she hatches this plan so she decides she's gonna break into his house her neighbor's house because she's like I gotta know what's going on I haven't seen the other husband I'm very suspicious of these sketchy ass cake boxes um I don't like it something's up she's like convinced her neighbor has murdered his husband uh, <laughs> So she tells her ex-boyfriend this plan, and at this point, they're, like, talking all the time because the story has to happen, so she has to be able to tell somebody what's going on, otherwise you're just listening to her thoughts, mm -hmm. um, obviously. And her ex is like, no, there's no way. He's like, I'll go over there, and I'll just ask him where his husband is. Like, I'll make casual conversation, like, I live here, or whatever, you know, we'll just, like, make some uh, something up neighborly that, like, I had to stop by, like, mail or something stupid. So they make up some, like, ruse, basically, for him to go over um and ask him like oh where's your husband and he was like oh he's with his parents because it's quarantine so he was like oh you're not quarantining with your husband you know like you would expect him to be home he says he's with his parents and the ex-boyfriend like goes back over to her house because they're just across the street and he's like he's with his parents and she was like he doesn't have any parents how does she know that because they're like are friendly enough that she, oh. he mentioned one time that like both of his parents are gone oh i've never been that friendly with a neighbor but okay 
I am not either. I was like, sure, close quarters. Um, So basically she was like, okay, now I'm definitely breaking in. Like, I need to know what's going on. I've got to like find some proof or something to like, either I'm crazy or this guy's a murderer, right? Mm -hmm. So at this point, if you don't want to know what the end of the story is, skip ahead. But it's a very short audiobook, honestly. There's only so much I could say about it. You, you can listen to it on your own if you want to. You can listen to it. So she breaks into the neighbor's house and she's like, it, uh, let me see. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly how it went down. So she breaks in and on the counter, there are like half-baked declares. Like it looks like he had been cooking and like some of them had messed up or whatever. And he threw some away or whatever. So it does look like eclairs. And she's like, okay. I could see it. And there was like some jams and like the kitchen's kind of messy. And then she sees like a big butcher knife and she's like, why would you need that for Claire's and baking? What's this for? Oh my gosh. I figured it out. I think I know. Oh my God. I don't like it. I don't like it. So then she hears the lock open. So the neighbor comes home like sooner than she expected because she has been watching him for so long. She like thought that he'd be gone for more time. And so she throws herself into the pantry like, oh my god, fuck, I'm screwed, right? Yeah. She's standing in the pantry and she can hear her walking around and then she looks to her right and there's the the husband's head. Oh, fuck! He had been chopping him up and putting him in the cake boxes and disposing of him discreetly. So... He hears her scream or something, I think, or mm-hmm. whips open the pantry door because he heard Gasp her move. Or something. Yeah, yeah, she does a noise. He like throws open the pantry door and he's like, oh my God. So he like comes at her with the butcher knife and her ex because he knew that she was going over here or suspected that she would, even though he told her not to, um, bursts in basically and like gets the guy. So like she's fine and they end up together in the end. But like this dude totally murdered his fucking husband. Jeez, <laughs> I was like, wow, quarantine got dark i mean we knew that the divorce rates were gonna go up after but i did but not think marital I'm not murder. Sure about spousal murder yeah for sure so i thought it was um, that he was cooking him into the enclairs and that's how he was getting rid of them there's a decent chance they didn't really go into the specifics on the disposal so like maybe he did but uh maybe he just likes eclairs maybe he baked and killed his husband they didn't really explain the connection there but he was obviously putting him in the cake box in pieces i want a mini story of the crime now like i want it from the husband's perspective i do too killing his husband and deciding to dispose of him that way i absolutely Mm -hmm. agree i will tweet ben h winters about it yeah. Um, I really enjoyed this short story. Like I said, I'll probably listen to the other ones because like they're fun and entertaining and like, yeah, I basically saw it coming, but still mm-hmm. it was just like, it was a really good listen for, I, I listened while I was working. Like it was just like on the side, but I liked it. I thought the, the author was a good writer and there was like solid delivery with the narrator. So awesome. Five well. heads. Five heads. Five husband heads <laughs> out of five, five. possible husband heads. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, everybody, so, uh, Tom's going to say come back in two weeks and you can listen to my mini quarantine true crime. But while you're waiting, you can uh, get at us on Instagram or Twitter. On Instagram, we are Isn't Pastor Bedtime and Twitter, IIPYB underscore pod. You can also check out our website to see what's coming next, what we're currently reading, and all of our past listens, or your listens, our reads, yeah. whichever, yeah, however you want to put that, that thing. <laughs> check out our website at isn'titpastyourbedtime.com. 
And yeah, we will talk to all y'all later. Bye. Bye.